It's your main man, Doda, and this time for episode four of Inside These Minds, I am joined by the man who made some bangers left, right, and center on CKDJ 107.9, all his new music, and right now he's he just released his album called Sad Boy. I'm here with Dangerous. What's up, bro? You caught me in the middle of a sip. Hey, my bad, man, but like, come on. So, pretty much... Like, you're, like, the students in the radio broadcasting program. I am. And um, not only that, um, you're also a low-key uh, uh, Ottawa rapper. And uh, let's just say you made some uh, heat over, like, the course of, like, almost, like, one year now. So it's, like, uh, come on. It, yeah, I've been at it for about two. Uh, I started when I was in grade 12. Um, so that would have been 2016. And here I am. So, like, just for the audience to know, like, uh, how did you uh, manage to, like, think of the uh, name uh, Dangerous? Uh, it's actually a nickname that uh, started with my older brother when he was in high school. So my, my last name is Anger, A-I-N-G-E-R. So uh, one nickname I always had in, like, middle school and high school was Danger Anger. Yeah. So I kind of just took that and turned it into Dangerous. So that's... Anybody who doesn't really understand the nickname will look at the way I spell it yeah. and just assume that, like, that, I'm, that I'm some idiot that doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> yeah, like, too, he's, like, roasting you, like, down in the comments or stuff like that on, like, YouTube or uh, Spotify yeah. stuff like that. But, um, so what can you uh, tell not only me but the uh, listeners about your album, Sad Boy? Uh, it's about a year of work that I put into it, uh. I bounced around with a few other album names, but uh, Sad Boy is ultimately what I came down to, mainly because through a lot of the writing that I did on this album, yeah. um, I was in like a I was in a pretty dark place. I was, uh, you know, going through a lot of uh, depression, anxiety, uh, and lots of stuff like that. So I wanted to make an album that would really relate to people like that. I didn't want to make it a hundred percent. Like too dark. Or too dark, but I wanted to start it off dark and then let it pick up, and then in the end, kind of wrap up the whole theme of the of the album. All right, so um, like I'm <clears throat> like so pretty much like some of like the uh, your class our classmates in the station managed to listen to quite a bit of your songs like um, Tonight, Darkness, and uh, Get Off. Um, what can you like, at least tell us? Uh, what are the uh, significant meaning behind each of those songs? Um, I mean, tonight the message kind of uh, shows through the lyrics. Um, it's pretty much the story of what happens when you fall for a girl and then realize after some time you've gotten attached, but they don't feel the same. So you go through the feelings of anger hate, you're upset, but then in the end, you kind of accept it. And so I've, I've gone through similar situations, and I've been mad about it, but I realize at the end that it really builds me as a person. All right. Like, makes sense since, uh, like, 
pretty much like every guy may have like gone through that, but oh, every person, yeah, like every person though, like, but just the way they uh, react differently though, it's like whether it's like mad, sad, like happy or stuff like that. But what can you also tell me about uh, the other two songs as well? Uh, Darkness again is another kind of serious song. I wrote that in more of a dark place. Uh, it's the theme of that is essentially it's for people who don't know where they are in life. Like I'm only 20 years old, so I haven't really figured out exactly what I'm doing with my life. I don't know where I'm going to go, if I'm successful with this, if I'm successful with school. So I think it's a really easy song to relate to in terms of the fact that people, almost everyone around this age kind of is a little clueless. They're walking down a road trying to figure out where they're going. Yeah. And uh, Get Off is, I just wrote it for fun. I got the beat. It was a banger. And and it's kind of just a song for anyone that's uh, a clout chaser. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been there when I started rapping, but essentially you got the people who are on SoundCloud with like 20 followers, no songs, and they message you expecting a feature. Oh, my goodness. That's actually, not going to lie, like that's a bit of like a cringe-worthy moment. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, uh, is Raphael do like a feature? It's like, nope. Was, yeah, sure. But it's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, going to be like 20 grand. So like, Yeah, well, there's that There's that too. At this point, um, I'm not looking for money. I just, I have fun doing what I do. At the end of the day, like if I work, if I tell someone I want to work with them, it's because I like them as a person. I like their music. Yeah, and I just, I just want to make good music. I don't care. If the followers come, if the numbers come, if the money comes, at the end of the day, it's all all about music. Yeah, it's all about like uh, how the person like rubs off the vibe to you, like whether they're like a pretty cool person or if or not, then just like get the heck out of there. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, I'll sometimes I'll hit people up and just say, "Hey, let's make some music," but I don't want it to just be okay. Let's you know send me a beat. I'll do something. I'll give it to you, and then we're done. Yeah. It's like. Let's start brainstorming. Yeah. Let's figure out each other's vibe. And, uh, you know, sometimes in the end it doesn't turn into a, into a song, but if I can at least build connections and friends in the industry. Yeah, that's pretty, that's, uh, pretty uh, street facts right there. And um, also, like, a couple of days ago, I managed to, like, listen to um, <coughs> your re-remix of the Panda, the song Panda. Yeah, so... Uh, Panda was actually one of the first songs I remixed when I started uh, becoming dangerous. Becoming dangerous. I was like just starting grade twelve, yeah. and uh, Panda had just come out. I saw people remixing it and stuff, and I decided one day I was like, "Yo, let's see what I can do." It was the most basic ass stuff I'd ever done. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, like, I was I didn't know what I was doing, so everything I did, I Typed the word panda yeah. into rhyme zone, oh, man. and basically just went with that. Yeah, like, funny thing was, uh, like, not if you want to like know uh, like where you can find uh, his re remix, it's uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/DangerDanger. And funny thing is, uh, let's just say uh, your boy right here managed to make a bit of a cameo in the song. So, yeah, but like. Like, just that when I listen to it, you end up uh, putting in, like, a reference to uh, Fortnite. Yeah. The fact that, um, <clears throat> like, I remember, like, we actually uh, end up uh, recording that one, like, maybe, like, probably, like, the last month or, like, the second last month of school. Yeah, and it was in this studio. Yeah, like, 
Even though we're, I mean, that was pretty funny though. The fact that we managed to like hit, hit up uh, some of our classmates and just ending up uh, yelling out some uh, Fortnite locations like Salty Springs, uh, Dusty Depot, and uh, if Pat was here, I'd get him to yell Tomato Town again. But oh uh, yeah, but uh, um, funny thing about that is I, I've only played Fortnite maybe four times. Yeah, I suck at it. Oh man, no, I was I was just doing it for the meme. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, at least you're the one who uh, actually played Fortnite, not like myself, where I never have the enough time to play with, uh, well, like doing this show and having work at the same time. Yeah. So, but like, honestly, um, what I liked about it is the fact that uh, it was like the, I mean, even though like you're using the the panda like track, it was actually pretty creative, like lyrical wise. The fact that uh, it's like up, like I wouldn't say it's like scattered, but it's like. It flows so well with uh, what's going on, especially with the, like, when, like, stopped and it's, like, with the whole Fortnite is, like, like where we're dropping is, like, it's, like, whatever, like, locations we just yelled out. It's, like, that was actually pretty fun. And also, <clears throat> well, like, I managed to listen to, like, like everybody else, uh, Young Fabio. Yeah. And, uh, and what can you, like, tell me about that track? Uh, again, that's one of those tracks that, uh, I just did it for fun, you know, uh. Uh, my buddy Pat, who's in the program with us, uh, I was with him in his dorm that night, and uh, he was just going through some beats, and I was listening, getting a vibe, and then the beat for Young Fabio popped up, yeah. and within maybe five minutes, I had the the hook written, and I'd say any time I write a song, if I have a good hook written within the first 10 or 15 minutes of me listening to the beat, yeah. it's like, to me, it's going to be a good song. I think it all starts with a solid hook. Yeah, like even though I'm no uh, musician myself, but um, I always find important like always have always have like a think of a, a hook first because it's like it, parents like the hook is like the most memorable part about the song. And, exactly, like, it's a lot better to like write it down because like if you uh, forget about it, then like you are like gonna mess up like later on. It's, like, oh, it's, I never I never use paper to write down because I I know for sure that I'll lose it yeah. or destroy it. So I always keep it on my phone. Yeah, true. Yeah. The only thing that could happen is I get hacked and someone steals all my lyrics and oh, goes man. and gets famous, you know? Yeah, pretty much like <clears throat> every SoundCloud rapper ever, but like no hate, no hate. But um, like what I liked about that song is um, even though it's all like gives, rubs off that um, like the beginning and maybe leading to the end, well not end, but like the middle, it rubs off that... Uh, more of like a city vibe, like whether it's like downtown or like some sort of warehouse scene. If like someone decides to like a music video out of it, which I mean, it should have like a music video. So it's like, geez. I'd love to make a music video. I'm not sure for which song yet. I got a few ideas that I'm I'm looking at. I just want to make sure that I plan it out. I don't want to be one of those guys that just out of nowhere decides I'm gonna pull out my phone and start recording. I yeah. I, w I want it to be professional. Yeah, just at least I bring like a couple friends and uh, at least scout some locations like which part of like the music video should fit like exactly but um like so i mentioned like a uh, look at like earlier like today i mentioned like look at uh your insta star and i i mentioned read it's like uh, you're dropping some heat like later on or like what um what exactly did i say i'm not gonna lie i posted that while i was out drinking <laughs> So it was a little uh, spontaneous. Uh, I see uh, that. that let's see. Been lit. Oh yeah, 
what exactly? I said, don't act like I'm stopping just because I dropped an album. Time to double up. And uh, I'll just let you interpret that however you want. All right, so even though you're like a little uh, tipsy on the uh, drunk side, uh, like parents shit. Like I mean, I'm like I actually can't wait for you to like drop like another album. The fact that uh, I heard like parts of like uh, some of like your newer songs, but mostly the ones I play at the station and very like some fire stuff. Thanks, bro. The fact that um, like it's, those are the kind of songs that people can actually relate to, like in their personal lives or. Uh, Maybe it's like their work life, stuff like that, especially if, uh, if we're going through stuff. And, I mean, it's pretty insane, though, the fact that you, you're just, like, 20 years old, been making an album for, like, almost a year or two, became, like, a rapper with, like, rapper with, like, end up having so many features, like, tonight with uh, Wisteria. Yep. And um, have you ever thought of uh, having more features for your future songs or what? Uh, I definitely want to. One of my favorite things to do in music is collaborating, but uh, it's really just, again, as I said, it's about building the relationships, and, you know, I'm talking to people about uh, about possible uh, collabs, but at this point, uh, I really just want to make whatever music I can. If someone that I've been talking to comes around and says, hey, let's make a song, I'm 100% down, but... Uh, I'm on my own groove right now. All right, so, like, who are, like, the people who are coming up to uh, in your head right now? Like, who do you think uh, you should collaborate in uh, future songs? Um, well, well, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. I don't want to, like, single out one guy or leave anyone out. Um, obviously, I want to keep it in Ottawa. Yeah. I really think, uh, I really think the city's on the rise yeah like ha- we have like, a we have a like there's there has been some potential of uh like future ottawa like singers rappers stuff like that oh big time um speaking of like singers and singers and rappers one that uh, comes to mind who's both is uh roland prince oh. you had him on uh your first episode eh? yeah if you uh you you can like find that on uh my soundcloud and my youtube channel like cyclone is uh soundcloud.com slash and YouTube.com slash Mr. Legoman2007. And funny thing was, is um, during like one of my segments, uh, I pretty much featured your song, Young Fabio. Right. And, uh, and I asked him, have, have um, you ever thought of collaborating with you? Uh, and he's like, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. But like, if you want to, like, for you listeners, I want to put in like a flashback, like right now. Okay. So the first song uh, is from like our well, like someone who's in the radio program. Uh, his yeah. name is Nick Anger, or okay. it goes by the name uh, Dangerous. Yeah, he's recorded at my studio. Yeah. Okay. So um, pretty much, uh, he actually like thought about like collaborating with you, like any future song stuff like that. And honestly, like since he's like uh, going on Blues Fest, uh, like in a couple of days. Like, have you ever thought of uh, performing on the stage that LeBrenton Flats or what? Oh, I'd love to. Um, I didn't apply last year for it. I I definitely plan to apply to perform next year. Yeah. Um, I really just wanted to be prepared music-wise yeah. and, and get a few performances under my belt because at this point I've only performed a couple times, but I got a few things uh, potentially coming up. So I think once my stage presence is there, I'll be able to kill it. I don't want to, my thing is I don't want to go there 
and have that be one of my first performances and potentially like embarrass yourself. Not yeah, not embarrass myself, but I just I want to be prepared. Yeah. That's uh one of my things. I might be a little over prepared sometimes, but I want to go into things feeling 100% ready. Yeah. And fine. I honestly don't think I was ready for Blues Fest at the time that applications were going in before. Um but no, like that's huge. A uh, few big guys from Ottawa performing there. Uh Maurice Moore performed there last year. I yeah. saw him. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going this year. I didn't really feel like shelling out the money. Oh, uh, yeah. It's getting expensive. Oh, yeah. Plus, I, plus, I'm working all the time, so I don't even know if I could get the hours off. But, uh, I mean, two big names that I really wanted to see uh, this year in Ottawa was uh, Roland Prince, obviously, yeah. and uh, Black, Black Irish as well. Huh. He's another dude from Ottawa. I've been talking to him a little bit, but... Uh, not as much... Uh not, well, I mean, either, like, Roland Prince, uh, I mean, we don't talk as much either as I'd like to, but still, we hit each other up sometimes. I I hit him up uh, a couple days ago just telling him, like, hey, you're, like, big-time inspiration. Keep doing what you're doing. And that's part of what I think about keeping the city together. He's trying to, like, find that just, just, specific sound of, like, what Ottawa is about. Yeah, and just supporting each other. Um, I think that's a big thing that's happening now is that a lot of the artists are going to come together and kind of support each other rather than be somewhat of a clique. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if we're going around constantly collabing. I think it's just all about making sure we have each other's backs. Yeah, and um, speaking of, like, the Ottawa sound, um, like, what what, what, can you, what kind of sound uh, would you uh, like to – liked Ottawa to have in particular? Um, that's a tough question. Um, I guess I'm a big sucker for lots of different sounds. Yeah. I'd say rather than the city having one sound, we should try to have artists who represent dif- different sounds. Yeah, like kind of like how... So in a way, like you want to have some rappers who are just rappers who, you know, they spit out dope lyrics and mainly stick to just rapping. And then there's the guys like Roland Prince who are R&B, uh, R&B slash rap. Yeah. You got Maurice Moore who's out in L.A. now, but he's like he's got a really good R&B voice. So I think... Especially with the sign of C'est La Vie. Uh, oh, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I really don't think it's about Ottawa having one sound. I think it's about... Ottawa taking advantage of all the sounds that we have. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Canada's, like, uh, the whole, like, like the most diverse, like, country, like, in the world, and uh, the fact that many people from around the world are coming in, and then from, like, different ethnicity, uh, different nationalities. Exactly. Like that. So it's, like, like, it's something that I want Ottawa to have as well, the fact that we need, like, everybody who is, like, creative in their own way, like, coming in, whether it's, like, they want to, like, make music, like, combining rap with like some cultural influenced uh, music from their respective home countries and um, the fact that they aren't afraid of like who they are as a person and they want to like influence people in a good way into actually at least give out the uh, positive vibes of like what they're about exactly and uh, as you were saying about uh, Canada being super diverse I completely agree and I think the way I see music is that every genre is just a combination of different genres. Yeah. Um, 
for example, one guy that I've been listening to recently, uh, his name's Young Tory. Yeah. I, he's either from Ottawa or Toronto. Um, he's Rastafarian. Ooh. So he got that. He he ha- he has like, you you can't really tell in his voice when he sings, but he has like that kind of like yeah. Rasta vibe the mixed Jamaican with dialect. mixed mixed with like a a pop rap R and B kind of style. Yeah. So. I'd say if there's anyone you want to check out right now in terms of singers and rappers, he's one of the guys. All right. And so pretty much uh, we make it to like uh, this point of like the show where we, I do this segment called Production Junction. Okay. So pretty much uh, what it is, um, I picked out some songs or like, some instrumental songs from like whether it's like television shows, um, music videos, and, and pretty much like uh, I would have the guest at least give their opinion, um, something they uh, think about like whether it's like the good stuff and the bad stuff about it. So, so I'm looking at production, like produ- lyrics. Yeah, production lyrics, um, and uh, what's your opinion? Like whether you want to like think about making a cover or like make your own lyrics for, like, this well-known songs. Okay. So the first two songs I uh, tr- I uh, picked out was from the Netflix show Luke Cage. Okay. Um, it's just that the two songs are um, the intro and the outro. So um, what I want to do is, like, have you, like, uh, critique, like, the production. But just so you know that it doesn't have any lyrics, just it's the instrumental. It's just an instrumental? Okay. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, the first uh, song uh, from Luke Cage, so... Let's get let's get started. So like that was the intro for uh, Luke Cage. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts about it, like the production side to it? Um, I like the. Uh, to me, it gives off like a like a detective kind of vibe. Yeah. I imagine like some sort of, uh, not old school detective, but. Something more current. Um, can you play it real quick one more time? Yeah. Something that really stands out to me in that is the drums. Yeah. I'm getting a big time, either like a New York or Chicago kind of vibe, like old school. Yeah, the fact that the show uh, is mostly revolving in Harlem, so... Okay. Because, like... Parents, I saw like both seasons of the show, and um, it's like really good the fact that they have like well-known uh, like music artists in the series, um, especially like they have like um, from like Method Man and uh, and some of like the well-known uh, artists. Like I don't want to like spoil it too much for like the listeners uh, who haven't seen like all of it. Like even, the, but I'm just I'm not saying like where like Method Man is, but like okay. let's just say he was in the show and. Um, so have you ever think of like at least making the lyrics uh, for like this song if uh, you had the opportunity to do so? Um, I don't know if it's if it would be my place to do. Yeah. Um, mainly it's just not really my kind of style of beat that I'd usually write to. Yeah. I'd be down to give it a shot, but uh, I think one artist I could see killing that would be Kendrick. All right, I can. Th- those that. those quick drums seem like he could uh, he could flow to that. Yeah, the fact that he managed to, like, make the, uh, help out with the whole Black Panther exactly. album, so. And, uh, this is the, the outro to the show, so. 
not gonna lie, I don't really, I don't really mess with that. I, I can the, see why. Uh, the synths to me are a little weird. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not really like a slow drum kind of guy. Yeah. I, I like to have my drums like they were in the in the uh, uh the in the intro. Yeah. The way that they're like quick and rolling, and this one is kind of just like it's it, slow, it, it's a snail's pace. I guess the outro, you don't really need the exciting music. Yeah. But I, I could I could have done without whatever whatever that was. All right, it's just that like this, uh, both the theme, the um, the opening and the outro is made by uh, Adrian Young, Ali Shahid Muhammad, and Miguel Atwood, and honestly, like not gonna lie, Raymond makes some pretty good stuff, and so the final song I'll be playing is uh, from Tyler the Creator with the uh, song Nine One One from his album uh, Flower Boy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My thirst levels are infinity and beyond. Sipping on that lemon, aid, I need a Beyonce. KC straight, these shades of Celine Dion. Sucks you can't gas me up. Shout out to Elon Musk. So, like, what'd you like? Your thoughts about it from like production, lyrics? Uh, you want to play that again? I'm actually going to pull up the lyrics myself. On that lemon, aid, on aid, I yeah, yeah. My thirst levels are infinity and beyond. Sipping on that lemon, aid, I need a Beyonce. KC straight, these shades of Celine Dion. Sucks you can't gas me up. Shout out to Elon Musk. So, first of all, the, like, I was mainly listening to the lyrics. Yeah. And the thing I like is he kind of does what Eminem did. When, like for his whole career, he would take words that didn't rhyme, but then he'd structure them differently. Uh, let me see if I can find where this is in the song. He says, "Like the last." Uh, he, he rhymes. Where is this? Like I can like. Go oh, here. We, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he says, "My thirst levels are infinity and beyond." Sipping on that limonade. So that's kind of a thing Eminem would do. He yeah. would rhyme orange with door hinge, or he'd, or he'd even straight up just take words, and say them completely differently from how they actually need to sound. Yeah, like I mentioned, saw that video. Uh, not it was on uh, Genius. Yeah, it was like on. Really? I think so. Yeah, uh, I think this was. I don't think it was on Genius, but like I did see like a video where he would like at least uh, run like orange and door hinge stuff like that. It's like the. It's all about like how uh, he actually. Like, words out the the word mm-hmm. for like his uh, for like his song and uh, honestly like that was actually pretty cool though like it's all about like how you like word it instead of like how you actually present it in a way so also I think it's good that he used it for just one little bit yeah. I think if you keep trying to use it throughout the song you're just gonna sound lazy yeah like cause it's creative to do it one time to change up words in your own way but it gets to a point where it might seem like a bit of a cheat. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's not, just that, uh, like, the artists, like, we're all about, like, trying not to, like, make it sound lazy just for once, like, get hard with, like, how they present it. Like, like, but, again, there, there, is, uh, there is good music that is lazy. Yeah. Like, there's artists who are intentionally lazy with their writing, but it's still... Like, the Good. way they actually, like, uh, put it out was uh, make it sound like a complete, like, absolute fire track. Yeah. Like, you got artists, uh, especially now, like Lil Pump. Yeah. A lot of the Littles, like Lil Pump, Lil Yachty, Lil, Lil Cheesecake. 
Um, but yeah, like sometimes they have tracks where they're just going off on like lyrically and they're actually writing well, but their main purpose, at least in my opinion, is to make club hits. Yeah. And nobody's really listening. Nobody's really listening to the words in a club hit. Like one of my friends, if I try to show him a, a dope song, he might not like it because he really only looks at the beat. Yeah. He doesn't care what they're saying. Uh, facts. And also, this is like, uh, we managed like, to uh, make it to like the end of the this episode. Uh, why don't you just make a quick plug about like what's going on and uh, you also plug in your social medias as well. Okay, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Dangerous Music. That's D-A-I-N-G-E-R-O-U-S. Check me out on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com slash danger danger again with eyes. And uh, check me on Spotify. Just look me up. You should find it. Um, things coming up. What do I got? I'm performing uh, middle of this month. I think it's July 18th. I'll be opening for Rema Clara at her, uh, at her album release party. Uh, I'll be doing, I think I'm doing a five song set. That's at the Cafe de Cuff. So roll through. It's going to be $10 at the door. Uh, other than that, just stay posted for new music. Alright, so don't worry, like, uh, I'm gonna, like, put the, uh, all of the social medias and, uh, the events, uh, down below in the description on both my SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash dodadumbia, and also on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mrlegoman2007, and also I do not eventually, like, uh, take down my Padre account because having to upload the episode three times is a little bit of a heartfelt, well, a little bit hard and uh, tiring so those are the only two links that we're putting in from now on so and as always see you later <laughs>